Welcome to She's the DJ Podcast. My name is Kiana, also known as DJQ Boogie. I'm a wife, mother, and grandmother, motivator, and old school hip hop lover. I went from being a full-time corporate employee to a full-time creative entrepreneur and built a successful DJ business. This podcast was created as part of my mission to help empower new and experienced female DJs, help you to build and enhance your DJ skills, elevate your business, and more than anything, help you do what you love and get paid doing it. We will be showcasing female DJs and business owners, share experiences, tips, and resources to get you ready and prepared to have a successful DJ business and the confidence and power to create your own opportunities. Welcome to She's the DJ Podcast. My name is Kiana, also known as DJQ Boogie. And we have another phenomenally dope, is phenomenally a word? Yeah. Yes. Dope DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Marlene, also known as DJ Lady FX. And she is from Philly. Hey. Up, How you doing? Hey. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy that you're here with me. We always talk on the phone and yeah. I'm just so good. So glad to see you and talk to you. Same, same. <laughs> so I love your DJ name. Lady Effect. Yes. How did you come up with that name? So my name used to be DJ FX for mm-hmm. years. Um, and then a guy, a well-known DJ here in Philly, Don Mystic Mac. I used to DJ at a club with him. And he used to do like the happy hour and I would do the night hour and I would do the nighttime thing. And he was like, you know what? You need to change your name and make sure people know that it's a woman. He was like, because every single time everybody is always like, yo, that dude was jamming. He this, he that dude up there, this. He was like, they don't even know that it's you. So he was like, you need to do something. So I was just like, well, what can we do? And he came up with, he put lady in, just get rid of DJ effects, put lady effects. He was like, do that. He was like, so they know that it's a woman. I love it. Back in like 2006. Wow. Wow. I I love that because it's so funny that you say that because um, people always think like on Twitch, because sometimes I DJ on Twitch. They, if they see DJQ Boogie, they'd be like, what up, yo? Because you can't see anybody's faces on Twitch unless you go into their profile. So that's uh-huh. the same thing that happens to me. They're like, DJQ Boogie? Oh, they automatically assume that I'm a guy, you know? Really? Yes, which is crazy, you know? That's yeah. crazy. Especially nowadays when there's so many female DJs out here too. Like, people got to watch out for that, but they they still do it. That's why. Huh? So many people still don't know that, you know, for some reason, like, you know, how many times I hear, wow, I've never seen a female DJ, like in 2022. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I hear it all the time. And I got, I got something for that too, but yeah, coming. <laughs> okay. But it, it happens to me too. Like they always say, like, I've never met a female DJ before. I don't know how to get in touch with a female DJ, you know? And so that happens to you too. That's crazy. There's a lot of us, but we know all we know all of the females. Regular people don't know because there's still way more guys than there are of us. Most of the time you see, I think in the last 
you know, especially after the pandemic, female DJs have been getting a lot more exposure everywhere. Yes. Every single TV show I watch, if there's a DJ party scene, it's always a girl now. Yep. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it so much because I mean, stuff like this should have been happening a long time ago, it but have. it's all right. It's all, it's all right. right. It's okay. happening now. Yes. So how long have you been DJing? So I started DJing in 92 um, as a, for fun. Whoa. Right? Because I was just a music lover. I was a dancer first, like a hip hop dancer. And I stopped. I didn't want to do that anymore. And I just decided to buy my turntables. And I was like a bedroom DJ um, for a while until, you know, somebody let me open for them in a the club or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I started on my own, like just doing it in the bedroom you know, and I did it. I started doing clubs and then I, you know, started having kids. So, you know, every time I had a kid, it was like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you got to chill. Okay. <laughs> chill, literally. <P&D. laughs> right. Right. So, you know, I, I had a kid, I go back, then I'm, uh-oh, okay. We doing this again. So I, one time I, I think I was like seven months pregnant DJing somewhere, you know, I had this big belly and a cute dress on and I was in some club DJ and I don't remember where it was, (laughs) but, um, you know, after the second kid, you know, then I took a long break. Cause you know, like once you, you know, a mom like that, I didn't even know back then what I could have done with that talent. You know what I mean? And I don't even know if the opportunity would have been there back then either. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, in the nineties. Right. So, um, but in 2006, I started doing it back again at home, you know, making mixtape, mix CDs. That's what I, that was like my little hustle. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I was making mixtapes, selling my little mixtapes, well, mix CDs at that time. And then, you know, slowly but surely started getting back out there. And I've been, I did it part time from 2006 to 2012. In 2012, I quit my day job. And have been doing it full time ever since. Wow. So what made you quit your day job? What oh, why I hated my job? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I hated my job. And I just wanted to do, you know, every lunch break, I was down in the cafeteria doing contracts and invoices and emailing clients and stuff. I mean, I just wanted to do that. I did I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be a nine to fiver. Mm, mm. wow I love that you realized that back then Mm -hmm. like I just figured that I didn't want to work nine to five you know I don't know how old you are but I was probably about well I knew before I did it I was just you know fear stops you from doing a lot of things okay Uh, so what I've I've learned so many things in these years on this earth and one of them is to not let fear stop you from doing something that you want to do because you're just holding your life up you know what I mean as hard as it the only way God pushed me out the door okay because you know I had two kids one getting ready to um, go to college and I worked at uh, Temple you know the Fox School of Business so it was like people were in people also in your ear why would you give up you know a good job you know to go dj to go dj you know what i mean what are you going to do when you're not working and i'm like uh all the stuff that i don't have time to do because i'm here uh, right you, you know what I mean? right so because so, people people don't understand 
all the back office work that you do as a DJ if you have an actual business, you know, if you now, not- talk about that, you talk know, about that, though, like, yeah, like I don't think people realize that Mm-mm. Like from the first um, even with the, starting with the website. OK. Starting with the website, like I don't know if you did your website, but I created my website. Did you do yours or did you yes. have somebody do it? You did I'm yours. Still, I'm still a one woman show. OK. And I'm over it. <laughs> Okay, so, listen, so I'm, trying, I'm I'm getting out of that one woman show because it's a lot. Listen, now it's even worse because you're your marketing person. You got to be your social media person. You're the DJ. You're your own assistant. You're doing all the administrative functions, all the the meeting. You everything. You got to take your pictures at the events, your videos at the events, then edit them, figure out what kind of reel you're going to make, find a song for the reel, like, listen, okay, like, anybody got time? We're doing a lot, right? (laughs) Yes, yes, so, you know, that's all, I didn't understand, but, but the average person doesn't know that, they just think you show up and play music, you know what I mean, so they don't know, you know, because some DJs do, just show up and play music. Every DJ is not doing it, doesn't want to build this business. Some DJs just want to go make some extra money at the club on the weekend. That's not me. You right. know what I mean? And so to understand too, like this is what we do. Mm-hmm. What we do now, this is our full-time job. Right. And it takes a lot of time and energy to get ready for these events, right? right. How do you prepare for events? So most events, um, unless they give me specific music that I have to download, I don't usually have to do much preparation, but mm-hmm. weddings are the, are the events that I have to do a lot of prep for. Like those are the ones that take a lot of my, you know, brain cells, the, the rest of them, cause I've been doing it so long. I know so many genres. I have so many different, you know, crates. Most of the time when I'm DJing, I don't usually know, especially if it's not a wedding, like I don't usually know what I'm going to play until I get there, see the people and I, you know, feeling them out. And, you know, it's just, I I don't have a plan. You know what I mean? I, once I see the people, I have an idea. Okay. They look like, you know, right. But weddings are a whole different monster. So before you get into that though, Mm-hmm. Now, we were on the phone a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about your weddings. Now, how many weddings did you do this year? I did 36. I'm not sure I so that's 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 really good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's this really is my first good. year doing that many. Wow. Now, did you do mostly weddings this year or did you do like a mixture of events? Oh, it was definitely a mixture. I did. I don't even know how many events I did this year. I did 36 weddings and then I still did all my corporate stuff. I still did a lot of private stuff. So I don't know. I I have to go back and look and see what the actual number of total events were. I usually, and, and that's probably something I need to track more work. Oh, yeah. You, should. you know what I mean? You I, I you don't, I don't usually track that. I just track my money. <laughs> like, you know and I compare that kind of stuff like to you know December this year to December last year you know mm-hmm. what I mean want because just because I want to see growth see growth right. But this, right there's a lot of things that I need to tighten up on that's you know running a business 
even though I've been doing it this long, there's a lot more things that I need to, that I'm learning that I need to do, you know, it for growth. Yeah. Like, um, so we always talk about pricing, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we really want to talk about it? Do we really want to talk about the pricing? I mean, not numbers, but okay. <laughs> how, uh, I had to get on you about your pricing. Listen, <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about you it. Definitely sis. had to get on me about my pricing, and I was so scared because, you know, I and and I and it's not that I was not charging enough. I right. thought you were charging. Yeah, you're charging. I good. thought that I was, and for some people I was, but for some people, I was not. And when I talked to you and you told me how much, I was just like, mm, they ain't paying that. They ain't gonna pay that. They pay that. I I found out real fast. I was like, let me just see. Let me just see. I'm never going back. Listen, yeah. Because once you do get that client that says yes, and you really understand your value and what you bring to the event. Yes. You're never going to go back. No, and there's no reason to. I mean, I definitely think um, that I may have been undervaluing myself a little. You know, I've even had like clients because I have like repeat clients. Right. Right. And I've had clients tell me, you know, because everybody, you know, people who love you just tell you how good you are all the time. Right. And and I had one client tell me during the pandemic, they were like, you know, you're so good. I shouldn't even be able to book you. That's what they said to me. They were like, I shouldn't be able to book you. You know, and that really made me think. You know what I'm saying? This was somebody who like booked me all the time. And she was just like, you shouldn't, you know, and, and it's not because I'm available, but because, because there's plenty of times where I wasn't available and I would send her someone else. Mm -hmm. But her point was she shouldn't even be able to, you know, I should be out of her range. Right. Right. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I heard some years ago that when you are like in high demand, like mm -hmm. when people continue to book you all mm -hmm. the time, especially for like weddings and stuff like that, you probably should, it's, it's probably time for you to start like revisiting your pricing. Mm -hmm. It's time to like bring it up some. And I don't know, you know, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. I mean, I've learned a lot of things when it comes to weddings too, just from doing so many this year too. And knowing that, you know, you should raise your prices every year. Um, and it doesn't have to be a crazy increase, you know, right. but, um, so we, we're going to see how that works out. Yeah. And too, like, you know, <laughs> things are changing. Like we're buying more equipment. Mm -hmm. um, we're investing in ourselves. We're being better business women, you know? So, um, yeah, it, we can increase our pricing sometimes, you know? You definitely can. You just got to know how much of an increase to do. Like, you don't want to, because I don't want to go from 36 weddings to 10. Right, you know? right. Just I, I increased my pricing, no. Right, right. Unless you, you want to go from 36 to 50. Right. <laughs> Unless you're charging a million dollars. Right, right. <laughs> So, um, and that's another thing I learned, like, mm, I could just do weddings and corporate events. Like, I don't, I don't want to do kid things anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I used to do a, now, okay, let me retract that. 
I still like doing certain kids, like certain schools that I, I have worked with, like for proms because of the diversity of the kids that go there and all the different kinds of music I get to play. Right, and, right. And then, um, but I don't want to do like necessarily like, you know, Sweet 16s and uh, or younger kids parties, you know. I don't I don't need to do that kind of stuff. I don't want to do like the neighborhood block party. Right. You know what I mean? I'll do like a food truck festival. I've done those. Right. That's right. the kind of stuff I do now. But you know, like no. Cause mm-mm. So I think that it's always good. Like I tell like a lot of the uh, newer DJs, do a little bit of everything so you figure out what you really like to do. Right. You know? That's how, that's what we all had to do, right? Yep. I know that yep. there's certain events that I just don't want to do, you know? All right. Right. And and that's the great thing about having your own business is that is. we can do what we want to do. That part. Right? We can do what we want to do. And we can say no to clients if we want to. We can. Right? We can. So um so you, you did you have a mentor or do you still have a mentor right now? I don't have a mentor. I have um what did I have? I don't I don't know if it was a a mentor. I had a friend. Like before I started DJing, I had friends, a group of guys that were a clique of, and they were DJs. And I started DJing with them. Like they they went to Drexel, and I used to do like the Kappa parties and the Kappa house parties and stuff with them. I would get on, and you know, this was when music was, you know, hip hop was pure though. Mm-hmm. You know, and people was coming to the parties to hear. KRS one and, and and public enemy, you you know what I mean? And they danced to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was it was a good old days. Time. Yes, the good old days. It was it was such a good time. Plus back then I had I was so clueless. I'm just such a music lover. I was just happy to be there. I didn't ask for any money. You know, I was just doing it for free, dragging my turntables in my crates, you know, like so that kind of like paved the way for me. Um, but I don't know if I've ever had a mentor. I've I've met people along the way that told me different things. Like the same guy who had me change my name. So people knew it was a woman mm-hmm. also told me about beats per minute. Cause I, I didn't even know what that was. Wow, you know, wow. I didn't find that out until 2006. Mind you, I've been DJing since 92. Right. So, but I don't know if I've ever had a mentor. I've I've met people along the way that told me different things. Like the same guy who had me change my name so people knew it was a woman. He was oh. like so amazed. He was like, wait. <laughs> he was like, so you've been playing by ear all this time? And I'm like, yes. I didn't know you could count the beats. <laughs> now, if you were playing by ear all that time, that's a special gift. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I mean, like, there was no beat. There was nothing to calculate beats per minute back then. I mean, I just didn't, you know, every time I would go record shopping, like, these are the things, like, I don't miss spending my paycheck in the record store at all, right? (laughs) Right. But every time I would go record shopping, you know, I'd have to come home, listen to those records and think, okay, this will probably go with this. This, you know, it was all by ear. This will go with this. This will go with this. You know, but once he told me how to, taught me how to count beats and I'm sitting there playing a song, looking at the clock, 
counting. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so much easier. I don't even have to listen to the wow. song. It was wow. crazy. And then when Serato came out, because you know, I, I was old school, so I was against Serato, right? I, I was not with it. Um, I was straight technique 1200, and I never switched to CDJs because I was against them too, right? Serato came out, and I talked so much trash. <laughs> About scratch you're live. Not the only one though. You're not uh, the only one that talked a bunch of trash about never using CDJs or a controller or anything. So I, many DJs did. Or they they were like, you're not a real DJ if you don't use turntables. Like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Well, it depends on what kind of DJ you are. Like, I don't use the sync button. I I, I don't like use no no, right? Yeah, I don't use that, but I know DJs that do. And there's... Um, well, the too, I don't want to cut you. I'm sorry. But the thing with the sync button is that it's not always accurate, you know? So you you can't you can't really depend on that anyways. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't even know how to use it, okay? I think I pressed... I don't know whether it's the sync. I get confused with <laughs> whether it's the sync button or the key lock. I've, I've pressed buttons by accident and been like, what? is wrong why is you know like why can't i mix what's what's wrong like what did i do i'm like oh my gosh like trying to figure out you know what it is but um but yeah, what, do you, what do you feel about the whole thing that um you're not a real dj if you don't use turntables like how do you feel about that i don't think that's true especially now that you have <clears throat> that you have like the rain like i have a rain right here right um, which is similar to using turn. As long as you don't use, depends on technology to DJ. Mm -hmm. I think you can be a real DJ with a controller. You know, there's there's pros and cons. I mean, there's so many things that what I've learned is, because I used to be that person if you can't use turntables, right? But what I've learned that just, learn, just know your instrument. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. So there's so many things. I have three different controllers, right? There's stuff on them. I don't know how to work everything on those controllers. Mm -hmm. I know how to. They may as well be two Technique 1200s. Okay. Because I, I know how to do some things. Very little. You know. But I don't know how to. You know. There's new young kids who know how to like do all. And I have all of the. um. What do you call those. Those extra things that you get with Serato. All the different packs. Like the, yeah. The packs. Yeah. Right. I have every one of them. And I haven't used one. Okay, First of all, you're too busy to be trying to do all of that stuff, anyways. <laughs> yes, but I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna it's learn. Good to know, yeah, it, it it is good to know, and that because I think because because the next thing I want to do is production, right? Mm. So I think that I think I have an ear for music. So because I have that ear, I I can probably do some stuff with some of those packs. You know, mm -hmm. once I learn how to use them. I'm sure. Um, right. Um, but yeah, I think you can be a real DJ with a controller, especially with something like a Rain One or you know, even the Pioneer. I love Pioneer um controllers, the DDJ series of yep. the those, those are my favorite, actually. Yep. I use uh, every day. DDJ tried and true, like they just perform, you know what I mean? Yep. And um, I have my backup, the SRT, but that's my backup, you know. Okay. Sometimes, but my DDJ SX, I love it. I love it. Right. Yeah, I have a S. 
I think it's an SRT. It's a Pioneer too, right? The big one. Yep. You have the SRT. I have a SR2, the small DDJ. I had, I've had a couple of big DDJs and, and got rid of those. But I have the small SR2, the SRT, and I have the rain one. Hmm. Um, and I have like four sets of turntables that I need to do. So do you do you bring them out sometimes? Is there carrying them heavy things? <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I don't bring them out. But when they came out with that uh, limited edition color, those color turntables, you remember when they came out with those last year? They had red, yellow, blue, um black silver i don't remember there might have been one other color you don't remember when they came out with limited edition no. 1200 technique 1200s oh not. my god girl they was like a thousand dollars a peach i it took everything for me not to buy it i was just gonna say did you get them <laughs> i was like should i just sell these and get those but I, you know i didn't because i was just like because my son is the one who's gonna have to pay if oh. i you know if i if i get them because he's the one who's gonna be dragging them in and out the house oh. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, that's not fair to mm -hmm. anyone. Okay. Right. I want right. to go back to when you said that you um you decided to leave your job. Okay. So was it something, first of all, did you plan for that? No, no plan. You just went and did it. You just- I mean, I gave them, no, I gave them notice. No, I understand that part. Oh, okay. Like even to give them notice, like, did you just wake up one day and be like, I can't take this? I can't take this shit no more. Like, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Let me, no I'm way. about to get my notice. I, I, so for like four years, I was done with, with that job, but was afraid to leave. Like I said, I had a son getting ready to graduate high school, go to college. And people were just like, you know, he could go here for free. Why would you leave? And, um, but I had instilled in him, um, you know, since he was in middle school, since he was little. I don't have no money for college. If you want to go to college, we have to get there. We get we have to get scholarships. So let's do everything that we can to do that. So I had beat him in the head with that. And he did. You know, he got a he got four full scholarship offers. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's why. Um, so what made me leave, though, was, you know, the job was like I was like stressed. Right. And I think I had like my first panic attack one morning when I was going to work and I didn't know what a panic attack was. I thought something was wrong and I was just sick. You know, I had went to the doctor about, you know, about that. And he was just like, oh, it was a panic attack. And I knew, I Googled it and figured out that's what it was. So the next time I went, I think I had like, oh, I was having like stomach problems or something. And he was like, your stress is turning into physical symptoms. And he was like, I don't know what to tell you. He was like, you know, I can give you time off, but you're still going to have to go back. And I was like, no, I'm just going to leave, you know, and I didn't have like a cushion. You know, I'm not advising people to do this. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. huh? you're just telling us what you did and yeah, I, I'd yeah, love yeah. to hear it, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't have like a cushion. I, it was just all faith. I was just like, you know what? I didn't leave when I should have. So now God is pushing me out the door and I'm listening. I'm listening now because what you, you know, stress will kill you and no job is worth that because they just going to hire someone else. They will replace you quick, <laughs> real and fast. You're like, oh, that's so sad. Go to your funeral and move on with their life. 
Yes. Yes. The same thing happened to me too. Like okay. I, I was like so stressed out. I was at work one day and I just had like anxiety, like crazy anxiety when I was at work and I just left. Mm-hmm. I left um, and I had went out for a while. Like I took time off. Mm-hmm. And when I went back, like I just kept, I was getting migraines, mm-hmm. like just mad at the world. And it, it took me like two years to realize that I didn't need to be there anymore. Because okay. I was scared though. I was yeah. scared. I was it's, scared. And then I, 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 feel, I, it. I feel like it's just like, it's just like relationship, you know, like any, any kind of, it's a risk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like when you're in a relationship, you know, you don't need to be in. You know what I'm saying? You know you need to leave, but you've been in this relationship so long and you don't feel like starting over. You know what you're dealing with in this relationship, but you know, you know you should go and you don't go. You know how many people do that? Like they just stay until something happens, big, major, you yep. know. Or, you know, the pandemic was a, was an example of that. The pandemic broke up a lot of relationships that needed to be broken up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and the crazy thing is that in 2019 I left my job and that mm-hmm. in August and right before the pandemic. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, "Oh my gosh. God, what what are you doing? Like what's and right. I said, you know what, God, you know what you're doing." Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I just I I just uh just just made it happen. Like things started happening for me and I had to pivot. You got to right. figure it out you when you're in a position like out. that, you know? So, and I'm sure that's what you did too. You figured it out. That's the scary part, figuring out. It took me a little longer mm-hmm. <laughs> to figure it out than, than a lot of other people. Like you, it's it's hard. So the other thing is when you see, because I got a lot of entrepreneurial friends and when you, you know, in different lanes, they do other things. Yes. See other people figuring it out and like, um, you know, doing well and, and, you know, succeeding and progressing, you're happy for them, but you're like, well, what am I going to, what am I going to do? And everybody is like giving you ideas on what you should do, but that's not what you want to do. That was annoying too, for me. Yeah. Like the pandemic taught me a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, one of them was, yes, you have to pivot. And another one was you have to never stop um, hustling. Like mm-hmm. for me, I definitely have to have a balance. Like I'm not one of them people who I'm, I sleep when I die. No, I'm going to sleep today. If I want to sleep today, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not that person. I have to have balance Mm -hmm. or I'm not a happy person, but. um, How do you balance that? How do you balance everything? Like, how do you know when to take time or do you schedule out your events in a way that you have time to like just relax and release and take a vacation. What do you do? How do you, how you do you, can't, you don't, you don't really have control to, over scheduling your events. They come when they come, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't like, because I don't turn, you know, I don't turn a lot of most things down. Like, unless it's something I don't want to do, I'm not saying no, mm. you know, like I, I will have, and that's something that I may have to change moving forward. Like, I will have no vacation because I'm I'm working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And, so and how are you man- like how are you how are you managing that though? How are you taking a break when you feel like you need a break? You don't take one? I don't know because I look like this year 
was very different than any year I've ever had. Even 2021 was also very busy. Um, but for me, it's like, this is my break right now. You mm. know what I mean? This oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is my break. Like, I've, you know, I have holiday events coming up. You know, I have one this week. I have a couple next week. But I'm very relaxed and there's no pressure. You mm. know, like, I don't have three weddings this weekend. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this is my break. I have a wedding at the end of January. <laughs> like it's about to start again soon. So I'm enjoying this break very much. Mm, 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 mm. So you're you just you're so amazing. Like you're doing a lot. You're a great mom. You know, I we know. talk, we talk about our children, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our children are older because we're of a certain age. Mm-hmm. even though we look 25 you know <laughs> um how how do your children feel about you you being a dj oh they think it's cool and they also they they know the difference in you know what real good music is mm. you know what i mean they um they know what good djs sound like and this is not me you know toot my own horn this is just what they tell me because in my like my younger son who you know it doesn't want like my oldest son wanted to be wanted to learn how to dj my youngest son i used to try to get him into it he could care less mm-hmm. right he's not interested but he must pay attention and you don't even think he cares like you ask me what do they think and i'm like oh malik doesn't care what i do or whatever right but he pays attention because when he hang, when he's around other DJs, he comes back and he's like, "Mom, I see why people like you." He was like, "What you know?" He'll name a name. And he'll be like, "He sucks." Mm. And I'm like, "Really?" You know, because it, it, it's friends of mine. You know, and I'm like, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, what is it that sucks?" And he's like, "I don't even know how to explain it, but they don't play like you do." And mm. and and I don't think that's another thing. You ever have people want to book you, right? You're not free. You're sending someone and they ask you, well, do they play like you do? Yeah. Right. And my whole thing with that is no, no one, no one is supposed to play like someone else. Right. Okay. Like, no, they don't play like me. They have their own style with, that's amazing. And you'll like them. Right. You, you know what I mean? You're Everybody, not, every DJ has that certain, I don't know, X factor, that certain right. thing that makes them unique and right. makes people want to book them. So mm-hmm. yeah. So what's what's one thing that you wish you would have known when you started DJing or started your business? I'll say started your business. What's one thing I wish I would have known? That you know now that you wish you would have known back then. That's a good question. That's a I, tough one. It is a tough one because I can't think of anything that's coming right to my head. Well, you know, we're going to have you back anyway, so you can answer it. <laughs> I can't think of anything with that I would have known that I know now that What's I, didn't a, I got know. another one for you then. What's a piece of advice that you would love to give a new DJ mm. Mm. or an experienced DJ? Because listen, I want to learn. I, I, I'm learning all the time, every day. I mean, my biggest piece of advice is to, I guess, just be yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 
incorporate who you are into your art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And don't compare yourself. You know what they say? Comparison. What is that saying? Comparison is, uh, there's a saying. You don't know it? Listen, I'm getting old. I can't remember everything. Okay, wait. I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. It's comparison. Watch. As soon as I type in comparison, it's going to come up. Uh-huh. Is here's what I tell you is the thief of joy. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. That is stage advice because that was another thing during the pandemic. The pandemic that got on my last nerves, you know. And people, friends are just trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to tell you what to do because you got to realize, you know, as a DJ during a pandemic, we weren't working. You know, we were just not working. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Let me speak for myself. You know, eventually I started doing Zoom parties and stuff like that. But in the beginning. Yeah, in the I beginning, was, we weren't, everything was getting canceled for me. Yeah, I right. wasn't working in the beginning. We had to figure right. out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are like, you know, we I was just DJing on Instagram and Facebook. Right. People were like, um, well, why don't, you know, when you had, remember D Nice did the thing and everybody was like, talking about that and they like well be nice does this or showing me other djs do this why don't you try this or why don't you try that like bruh i don't care what they doing okay because uh they you do what works for you i'm gonna do what works for me like i'm not one of them people like some people are that they will go and look at what someone else another creator is doing and take what they're doing and apply it to what they do I, that's not me because mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't you know I don't I don't um need to you know I just I want to have my own style my my own creativity and everything that I do I don't want to like take something from someone else or try to do what they do to see if they're to make me grow like I don't that's not how I learn right right and, and some people they you know look to me real artists don't look at other artists to see what they doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is stuff, these are things coming from people who are not, you know, they're like business professionals. They're not artists. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So of course they, they, these are money people, people who think only about the money will do whatever for the money. Mm. You know what I mean? As a DJ, I don't know why you started DJing, but for me, like I said, I was a music lover. It was not about the money. Right. So same same with me. I've always loved music, you know, and I love seeing people happy and dancing. It's like, you really don't know how you affect people through what you do. And you're just doing what you love, you know? Listen, music is a universal language. Yes. Yes. That's so true. So Got one more question. What do you feel uh, sets you apart from other DJs? Um, number one, I think my age. Besides, be- okay, so girl, that's one thing, right? Because a lot of people just want to hire women now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then my age, even though people don't necessarily know my age, you know, I think it tells sometimes when I DJ. How old are you? I'm 53. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, because people ask me stuff like, how do you even know that song? 
You know what I mean? You too young to know this and whatever. And I'm just like, ha ha ha. Like, no, I'm not. Surprise. Right, right, right. Um, you know, you look amazing, right? I just have to say that you look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. 53 looks good on you. Thank okay. you. All right. So go ahead. So the fact that you're a girl, a woman, um, right. your age, whatever. Right. Um, I think my style mm. is a little different. Than so when the- you say your style, what, what kind of, what do you mean your style? Like your clothing or like what, or your, the way that I mean, you. Yeah. DJ. I mean, like you said the way I DJ. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's different too. Like I've had a lot of people tell me, tell me that, um, you know, and I don't know what the difference really is. I think, you know, when, when they talk about it, they're like, you know, a lot of DJs now, I think new newer DJ, a lot of DJs, they like, they don't really mix the songs right. Mm. You know, I don't know what they're doing because I, I don't, don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. But they're like, and then the flow, like I'm a DJ. Like if you ever go listen to other DJs, go to parties, like I'm a DJ who likes a flow. Mm. I don't like, you know, you're, you're playing Nas, then you decide to play Prince. Then you decide to play Cameron. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I do like um for DJs to have creative freedom. But I don't, you know, it depends on the event. You know what I mean? If, if, it's, if it's the right event, you can get away with it, right? You can get away with just playing good music and being all over the place. But if it's an event where, you know, there's a goal, you know, whether, you know, where you, people got to dance, you know, it ain't about you, mm-hmm. you know, you can incorporate your, uh, your, your, um, creative art in there, but it can't be all about that. Right. You know what I mean? So I like, um, you know, I like a flow. I, like if I'm in the nineties, I'm staying in the nineties for a minute. I ain't, and then when I start getting to the 2000s, I ain't coming back. Mm. to the night you know what I mean and then uh yeah that's my style like uh period you know my clothing my jewelry is different um you know just the and it's not just you know like clothes don't make you you make the clothes so it's just how you wear stuff you know what I'm saying like because you can have I wear a lot of colors together right and you know you can buy a dress me and the same another girl can buy the same dress but how we style it may be different. You know, th- you may just put the dress on and you're done. You know what I mean? And I might add a ridiculous hat or something. You know what I mean? And some glasses and, you know, I have these glasses that e- every single time I wear them, people are like, oh my you God. Go, you just go put them on really quick? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right here. Um, people are like, where'd you get those glasses? I love those glasses, I love those glasses. Yes. <laughs> Every yes. single time they're like, oh my gosh, I love those glasses. Where'd you get those glasses? Every time. Love them. You know, little little things like that that I have gotten um, you know, better with with age. You know, I'll throw these on, you know, a certain hat, you know, different jewelry, head wraps, like all kinds of things. I'm just like really coming into you know myself the older I get the more I know who I am that's that's all it is yes <laughs> I love it yeah like when you're 20 you don't know who you are most of the time so I ask all the DJs um you know how we do intro songs and stuff for weddings and different events for other people 
Yes. What would your intro song be? That's one question. And the second mm-hmm. part of the question is when you're walking out, what color lipstick are you wearing? When you're walking out. My intro. Yep. During your intro. What song is it? I know it's so many songs. I know that. I know. But I mean, just which what what song are you thinking of? Like that you could really jam to or that really makes you feel. I'm thinking, um, is it Diana Ross? Uh, there's so many, like, um, maybe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not that one. What's the other one? Sing it. If there's a cure for this, I don't want it. You know that? Yes, I know what song. What is it? Um, it's, it's Diana Ross, I believe. It is. Because um, it? it's not "Love to Love You." Mm-mm. Uh, it's the other one. You know, it's uh, "Love Hangover." Yes, that would be my song. So you're gonna be like, how are you gonna be coming out? Oh, you're I'm gonna have like some fabulous flowy. You know, outfit, some sequins somewhere, some red, definitely some kind of red lip gloss, you know, shimmery eyes, lots of hair, twirling, you know. Could you, like, could you like show me? Could you stand up you and show me? Show what you? you? Oh my God. <laughs> you know, like, because my, my outfit will be like mad flowy, right? Right. So, so you got, you know, I'm going to be like walking. <laughs> Twirling around and you know doing the hair and ding, 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 you know <laughs> the whole the whole nine. That's a sexy song. It is a sexy. You know what I mean, so literally have me crying right now. It, it would be a lot. It would be a lot. People would be like, "Oh, okay." Oh my gosh, <laughs> be a lot. We That's definitely we we definitely have to have another conversation. You you did. <laughs> on here again because I always enjoy talking to you um and it's just always so good to see you too um how, how can people find you where can they find you if they want to book you you said if they want what to book you oh no, I, think I, I, said. Thought, I thought you said if they want a barbecue <laughs> like <laughs> you're not doing barbecues I'm not doing <laughs> barbecues right um they can find me on Instagram at DJ Lady Effects, real easy. Um, on Facebook, you can find me uh, on my with my government though. Like I don't know why Facebook did that. You know, Instagram trying to do that too. Like if you if you combine your things, they make you use your your name. What's your name? Your name is still Q Boogie, right? On Instagram. Okay, yeah, they they try to make you um do it, so I won't. I think I put my my um. Yeah, it is on. I think my full name is on there too, though. Really? Yeah. Let me see. So okay. people can find you on Instagram. On how, Instagram. Can they, how can they book you? You have a, a your, what's your website? My website is uh, djladyeffects.com. Mm-hmm. They can email email me ladyeffects at mac.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can find me on the knot. Um, I have a whole, you know, storefront on there. I'm trying to think where else. That's it, right? I don't do Twitter. 
I have a Twitter account that I haven't used in years. I don't do Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, you can find me on TikTok at DJ Lady Effects too. Oh, so you're on TikTok too. I'm on there, but you know, I have, it's not, I'm not as active as I should be. Like I said, like it's too, it's hard trying to keep up with all these platforms. Yeah. You know what though? The next time that we talk to you, you're going to have an assistant. I am definitely because yeah. it, I, I need, I need one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need one really bad, really bad. Listen, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for always supporting me. And, um, I appreciate you. And I love seeing you. You're so vibrant out there doing your thing. Like, I cannot wait. You know, I'm not too far from you. So I'm next year. We are getting together. Yeah. We're going yeah. to go, we're gonna go a, a bunch of places together. We are. We have to. Far, we have so. to. We have right. to. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Appreciate Thank you. you for having me. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to She's the DJ podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yourself here. If you would like guidance, support, and tools to help build your DJ business and elevate your DJ skills, check out our new female DJ membership called Behind the Turntables. This is a non-judgmental community and sisterhood where you will network and build with like-minded DJs with similar goals. You do not have to travel your DJ journey alone. For more information about the female DJ membership, go to mc.behindtheturntables.com. Don't forget to sign up for our email list at djqboogie.com forward slash about FDJA. Connect and interact with us on Instagram at Female DJ Association. See you soon. <laughs>